I came across a new survey the other week that shared how 49% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. The survey also revealed that 53% of Americans do not have three months of expenses saved in case of emergency. On the bright side, 91% of the folks surveyed said better money habits was a goal for this year. So this Money Talk Monday is for the 91% of people out there who want to eliminate their money problems and concerns this year. Let's get to it. visit your best friend in the middle of summer and they told you to go grab a shovel and dig a hole four feet wide and six feet deep in the middle of their backyard, would you do it? Of course not. And it wouldn't be because you didn't like them, right? Like this is your best friend. But let's say that same friend tells you there's $500,000 buried in the middle of their backyard and they need you to dig a hole eight feet wide by 12 feet deep and they'd split that $500,000 with you 50-50. Would you do it then? Most of us probably would, even though that second hole is literally twice as big. Now, why is that? The reason is because we have a reason to. And what you have to realize is managing money is the same way. So when we want to save money just because, we often find ourselves transferring that money out of savings within a couple of days. But when we're trying to save to buy a house or buy a car, all of a sudden we become super savers, right? So it's not that you can't save money and make good financial decisions. More often than not, you just don't have a reason to. So the first thing you need to do in order to overcome your financial problems is understand your why. To do this, you first have to ask yourself why you even feel the desire to change your finances. Is it because the financial stress causes you and your spouse to always fight about money? Or is it because you'd like to be a stay-at-home parent someday? Or maybe you just want to leave a good inheritance to your kids. One thing you need to do is to list out a handful of the positive and the negative things that are pushing you to change your finances. And then from there, you need to ask yourself what would happen if you just kept doing exactly what you're doing. Will you lose your house? Will your marriage fall apart? Or Maybe you won't be able to retire when you want if you kept doing things exactly how you're doing them. See, in order to overcome your financial problems, you have to look them right in the face. These two questions will show you if your actions are truly lining up with what you say you want, and they'll also serve you as you face those tough financial decisions that we inevitably see throughout the course of our lives. So for us, I mean, one of our whys is to be financially independent by 40. And this isn't just some arbitrary number for us. This is so my wife, who has lupus, doesn't ever have to worry about work should her health take a turn. You see, it's very easy to not go out and finance a brand new car or make other dumb purchases when we weigh it against that which is why we've been able to make such good progress because our why is so strong. So if you're looking to overcome financial problems and build better financial habits, the first thing you need to do is sit down and develop and then understand your why. Now, a lot of us don't even actually know what kind of financial shape we're in. All we know is that we feel like we're having financial problems. And if that's you, the second step is to just organize your financial life. Like, are you in debt? Do you even know? 
you can start by pulling your credit report to see exactly what you owe and to who you owe it to before you get situated with a debt snowball or even a debt avalanche plan. Or maybe you're behind on bills. You need to figure out which ones you're behind on and how far behind you actually are. Then commit to keeping your bills in one simple place in your house or putting the due dates on the calendar on your phone to just keep you aware of what's due and when it's due. Even something as simple as organizing all of the banking and finance apps on your phone into one folder on your home screen, that can help you by just providing a single location you can go to check on everything so you're not forgetting anything. You should also sit down and list out a few financial goals you have and then put them in a place where you'll see them regularly. Take the time this week to really get things in order and organized because it's only going to help you as you continue to work to overcome your financial problems. Number three on the list is to calculate your net worth. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this because I already did a whole other episode on net worth, which you can find at winningtowealth.com slash MTM11. But basically, your net worth is the value of what you own minus any debt that you owe. And in my opinion, your net worth is the financial metric that will tell you just how well or how poor you're doing financially. So I recommend you take the necessary steps to calculate yours and do so every month. There are even apps like Personal Capital that will digitally calculate this for you. So all you have to do is log in and check it out once every month. There's also a net worth calculator on my site, Winning to Wealth. So, But if you want to take a deeper dive into net worth, you can go listen to the money talk I did on that subject just a few weeks ago over at winningtowealth.com slash MTM11. So now that you have a strong why, you're all organized, and you know where you're starting from with your net worth, it's time to create a monthly spending plan that aligns with those financial goals in your why. I recommend you start by pulling your bank statement from the last month, maybe even two. Then you're going to go through all of those transactions and categorize them for the most accurate view of how you are actually spending your money. Now, once everything is categorized, think back to your why and your goals and ask yourself if how you're actually spending your money is moving you closer to those things or further away. And then from there, it's time to actually sit down and create a plan around those goals and your why. So you can start by listing out all of your expected income for the month. You can do this on a sheet of paper or you can get an app like Every Dollar or Mint. Then once you have your income down, start listing your expenses. I would start with the big three expenses, which would be housing, food and auto. List out the minimum monthly totals for everything related to those three things like utility bills, car insurance, and other little things like that. And then once you see what's left, you can start focusing on those other areas. So again, we're focusing on our needs. So keep allocating money to your needs. And then once you're done with that, use whatever's left to take care of some of your top financial priorities, whether that be saving for your emergency fund, paying down debt, getting caught up on bills, whatever is the most pressing priority for you in that moment. And remember, a spending plan isn't there to restrict you. It's there to make sure that you're spending according to your goals and your why. And it's literally just a plan for your income. That's it. So we live on a spending plan and we still have a lot of fun. But the difference now is that fun isn't leading us into debt because it's accounted for in our spending plan. We actually plan to have that fun. So, I mean, it's not enough to just set goals and create a spending plan. 
you have to actually commit to following that plan. And one way to ensure that you're following your plan is to have what I call a money checkup. What I do is I set a regular time on my calendar to review the progress that we're making towards our goals. You can use this time to track how much debt you've paid off, how much your net worth has grown, what wins you've had, and even where you've struggled. You'll also need to verify that all of the transactions are accounted for in your spending plan. And so if you're new to this, I definitely recommend you start doing this every single pay period so you don't either fall behind or get overwhelmed. And as you find yourself getting better and more comfortable, you can move to a monthly checkup, which is what we do in our household today. We actually sit down on the fourth Sunday of every month and we talk about what we did well that month. We talk about where we struggled and how we can address those struggles in the next month. Then we review our spending plan and we finalize it. The whole thing takes less than 30 minutes and the purpose is to keep us aligned as a couple, but also to keep us aware of our strengths and our weaknesses so that we can just keep getting a little bit better every single month. So actually make an actual calendar appointment to sit down and review everything from the last pay period or month. Another way to overcome financial problems is to focus on increasing your gap. The gap is just the difference between your income and your expenses. So if you made $3,500 last month and your expenses were only $3,000, then your gap is $500 per month. And as you go through your spending plan during your checkup, you may realize that you don't have a lot of margin. There are two things you can do to increase that margin or your gap. You can either raise your income or you can lower your expenses. So maybe you realize you're just not making enough money and you need to ask for a well-deserved raise. You can also start making money like next week with gig economy jobs like ride sharing, dog walking, or delivering food. Or maybe you have a skill that you can monetize like public speaking, or maybe you're an expert at something in your field and you can write a little ebook that you sell to other people in your field to make money. There are so many different ways to increase your income. So be sure to look into something that not just fits your skills, but also fits your schedule if more income is what you determine that you need. You could also be on the other side of the fence where you realize that there are things in your spending plan that aren't exactly helping you reach your goals and you can cut those. Again, you can start with the big three. I know for us, when we were paying off debt, we moved from a house to a a smaller apartment and that saved us hundreds of dollars a month. Now, I know this isn't feasible for everyone, but it is an option for some of you. And we also cut back on our food spending by more than 50%. And we did that by not going out to dinner as much. And we shopped around and lowered our car insurance and all these little things that just added up and helped us make progress a lot faster. I mean, for you, it may be a shopping habit. And so maybe you just delete those apps like Amazon or any other shopping apps and you stay away from stores where you spend the most. Again, there are just so many ways that you can save money, but it's hard to even begin to think that way if you're not actively tracking your spending with an actual spending plan. But always, always, always be looking for different ways that you can increase your gap. Last but definitely not least, you should always, always, always be investing in yourself. A lot of us spend hours and hours just entertaining ourselves. We binge shows on Netflix. We spend just unreal amounts of time on social media and just so many other things. And that's all fine. Listen, I'm not here to condemn you for any of that. However, if you're having financial problems, you should at least be spending a little bit of that time investing in yourself. 
And good news. Hey, you're listening to this podcast. That's a fantastic way to invest in yourself because you're spending valuable time learning how to be a better manager of your money. You can also head to the library and check out books on different topics that can help you grow personally, career wise and all of that. You can even take courses. I know I've bought several courses online that helped me develop new skills that increased my income from a side hustle or made me better at my career in sales, which led to more income. So I'm definitely not saying to live this life like completely cut off from reality and away from everything. But if you're having financial problems, you need to really look into how you're spending your time and ask yourself if you're investing as much time and money into yourself as you are those external things. So I know I covered a lot and I even threw out some tools and resources for you to check out. And I want to be sure to let you know that I will link to everything that I think is valuable at winningtowealth.com slash MTM14. That is winningtowealth.com slash MTM14. Also, if you're looking to get started and you need a guide to help you get to that next level financially, be sure to grab a copy of our money guide at absolutely no cost to you. You can find that at winningtowealth.com slash guide. But thanks again for listening to another Money Talk Monday. We'll talk soon.